Well, good morning, everybody. And I say that because I think this may be the first morning podcast that I've ever recorded. And of course, Deidre Moyer is going to be the one that gets me up early (laughs) and wakes my voice up. But Deidre, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Tell everybody um, your name and, and what your favorite food is and um, what your favorite thing to do in the day is. Okay, so been I'm Dr. Deidre Moyer, but everybody um yeah, I don't broadcast that um because it was a personal well, yeah. it, it was a personal <laughs> thing. It was a personal goal of mine to wow a PhD and I did. Um very proud of myself for doing that. That is, inc- I am too. I had no idea. So way to be humble about it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm one of those people. I just don't toot my horn. Um, I'd rather just do the work and get it done and just show, show things through the work, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, but my favorite food. Oh gosh, that's hard because I love food. I'm such a foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if we have to set pick something, I'm going to say cake. And it can't just be like pound cake because I personally don't care for pound cake. Love mm-hmm. to bake them for other people. But um, I, le- I like cake with some icing on it. So if it doesn't have icing on it, then I can't eat it. Um, but if it's coconut, I can't eat that either because I'm not a fan of the texture. But oh, any- I was about to say, are you allergic? <laughs> no, not like it, but if there's any other kind of cake with icing and of course my nerdy nuts addiction um to peanut butter so you know I'll have to have those two things well I love it so as far as icing goes are you a whipped or a buttercream icing fan oh it's got to be buttercream all the way whipped is like no. a- yes whip is a joke to me especially when I go somewhere and they're like oh we got cake and then they give me the cake and it's like whipped I'm like oh it's like a huge <laughs> letdown. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. But, you know, I'll pacify them and I'll be like, oh, this is great. Just give me a small piece. Um, but oh, know, man. I'm going in the back of my mind. I'm like, this is not hitting that spot for me. <laughs> well, I understand. And I probably should have given a third option because I personally, although I do like whipped, I just I like lighter stuff when it comes to sweets. Uh, and so, sometimes mm-hmm. the buttercream is too heavy. But homemade mm-hmm. cream cheese icing. Oh, yeah. Like on some red velvet or on like a devil's food. Yes. Yes. I I totally Mm -hmm. forgot about that one. And that might actually be my favorite. Yeah. Over that, like, just make some. Yes. I'm I'm the person that keeps some um, store bought icing in the freezer because you never know when you're going to need a spoonful. You just never know. You don't. And yeah, and you could eat it almost as ice cream. That's right. You probably do. I'm I'm, I'm saying you might know that from experience. Yes, I do. (laughs) Well, all right, Dr. Dr. Moyer, do you prefer Dr. Deidre, Dr. Moyer, Dr. D, or <laughs> you probably don't prefer any of those? Uh, Dr. D, uh, Dr. Moyer, it's like whatever. I just answer. <laughs> well, I am so proud of you. And that, that is a really cool, fun fact that I did not know until we got on this podcast. See, I learn so much about my friends and my guests when they come on here because it's like, you know, obviously you don't just want to have like small talk on a podcast, although it does kind of turn into that sometimes, but like, no, I want to learn things. Right. Well, look, I'm going to go ahead and just say right off the bat, you are one of my most faithful supporters and biggest fans of Church Talks podcast. Yeah, I love it. You're like like this little stealth ninja like closet fan because <laughs> like I had no idea. And then literally I saw you that one day 
I think it was at Sip Coffee House. Yeah. And you were like, I was just listening to your podcast in the car on the way this morning. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, <laughs> it was the coolest moment for me. And I just thought, wow, like people actually listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think more people do than I realize. And I know that you've got a lot of fans uh, in our county that know you from all over the place. I was just talking to a friend yesterday and told her that you were going to be on the pod. And I was like, I don't even know how I know her, but I feel like I've always known her. Right. Yes. I feel the same way. Do you, I mean, do, how did, do you know how we met? I don't, I have no clue. I couldn't tell you, but, but it it has to be like 10 or 15 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, I mean, we're both from the same town or we live in the same town or where you're from. Where are you from? Eden. You are from Eden. Okay. So both from little small town, you know, Rockingham County, rural area. So it is common that everyone knows each other. Right. Uh, But yeah, I just, I was curious about that. That was going to be one question that I asked you is how do we know each other? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, so I don't know how we know each other (laughs) and I don't know you super deeply, but I do know that in the last several years, you have had some pretty drastic confirmation. (laughs) <laughs> drastic transformations i was gonna say confirmations hey maybe just receive that too i don't know yes hey i'll take it yeah i mean i think spiritually physically mentally obviously now educationally um yeah. academically maybe that would be a better word <laughs> i'm still waking up i told you it's all right it's not even early but it is it is for me right so what has been the in your opinion the biggest transformation of all of those aspects of your life over the last several years Hmm. The biggest transformation. Well, I would say for me, number one, knowing number one would be the transformation of just my physical change for people to see uh, bodybuilding career, if you want to call it that slash, I call mm-hmm. it a sick body. Um, just watching my body <laughs> transform. Um, and then also I would say um, second to that would be losing my mom. Um, that was a huge transformation um, because she knew I wanted it, but she knew she was sick. And so, you know, you come to that crossroads of, you know, you know, it's the end of life for that person that you care yeah. about. And you're like, okay, so do I put my stuff on hold or do I keep going? She knew she was leaving us. I had a deadline for work and I had PhD. So it was like those three things going on. And I was like, which one do I let fall off? Number one, you're not going to let your mama fall off. No. Um, and then, you know, you need your job because you got to sustain yourself. So you're not going to let that fall off. So you're like, okay, do I just, you know, put the PhD on the side? But her hard work ethic and my dad's hard work ethic, seeing those two, them together as a tag team throughout my life, my whole life, um, mm-hmm. putting their hard work and skills together was like, Nope, you're not going to let any of these fall off. You're going to keep trucking. I would call and check in, make sure all the medicines were lined up for the day. If I needed to run by there before coming into work, I would go there and do all that while still getting up to go do, you know, my exercise routine that I had set for myself because I was in show prep on top of that to make that fourfold. So I was in show prep. For Gosh. So I get up, I go work out, I come home, get my stuff situated for the day and then go check on them if I needed to or else just call and check in and then come to work, work on my grant and then go by their house when I get off, um, check in, make sure everything's good to go for the next day and that night and then go home, get myself situated and then in the process, love my mom to death, um, she would call me at nine o'clock every night um, to make sure I was okay. 
um, wow. <laughs> before she would go yeah. to bed. And then some days would just want to see me before she closed her eyes. And I would go over, tuck her in, and then come back home and go to bed. And then back up again next morning, 4 a.m. and do it all over. And so I don't know where that strength came from other than the man upstairs. Yeah. Um, I mean, for real. And I just don't know how I functioned at that point. But the day we moved her to hospice house was the day that the grant was deadline was awakening. And um, so I would go sit with her at the hospice house and we would, I would go get ready for work that day and talk with her about this grant and how I was writing it. And, you know, the communication at that point was one-sided, but I know she was listening. And so, um, you know, we would talk about that. And then that Saturday that she passed, I said, all right, I just hit submit. And so, you know, I hit submit and I kind of took a sigh of relief, like, okay, all right, that's one thing off my plate. All right, we're good. And so then, um, you know, me and my dad and brother were walking around the hospice house and she happened to pass away while we were outside of her room. And, um, you know, I went back in and kissed her on the cheek and I was like, you did that on purpose. You made sure I got that grant in. I was like, but it's all done. It's all good. And you're all good. And I was like, you know, just want the Lord to take care of you now and everything's good. And so mm-hmm. then from there, I just picked up with work, got the grant, kept my position on the job, submitted assignments and competed in the bodybuilding show that year. And she picked out my red suit. So I wore red, even though red's not my favorite color, but because she wanted me to wear red, I wore red that year. And I've been trucking ever since. And I mean, I I have no idea other than the grace of God that got me through it. Um, So yeah, that's kind of like one of the key transformations there. Uh, I swear I literally have had my jaw dropped. (laughs) Just about the whole time that you've been talking, I didn't realize it until just when I started to speak and I was like, oh, there might be. uh, Okay. Um, Yeah, I would say that's a that's quite a transformation. Um, So like this was how many years ago? Um, Six. Six years ago. Yes. I was 36. So, yeah. Okay. So this was obviously pre-pandemic you know obviously we're we're recording right now in 2022 yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> like what is this year okay yeah. um so six years ago and and I didn't realize that you had been doing bodybuilding that long I started um, when I started doing bodybuilding when I was 24 because I'd lost 100 pounds at that point um coming from over 300 pounds I was like I need to do something to challenge myself I'm 42 now so yeah wow so you said that you lost 100 pounds when, in your I 20s. when I first started my career as a bodybuilder, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, these, these are reasons why I love having these podcasts because I just, I learned so much. So I know, I mean, you might have fans on here that are listening that already knew all this, <laughs> but like, I'm just blown away because I really think that it's a testament to your humility and how you're not like broadcasting all these things, but it is a part of your story. Right. And um, goodness, to go through all of that, I literally was wondering, I was like, when do you have time to sleep in, in those <laughs> years or in that year that you were going through all that? But I mean, you were obviously you were staying awake to talk to your mom after 9 p.m., right. waking up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't need that much sleep. I feel like I still need a good like s- seven hours. But it sounds like that you didn't go to sleep right after nine. Like you probably had things that you had to do. Yeah, well, it was like, <laughs> like um, meal prep. You know, and of course, I still had a dog at that point. I had a puppy. Um, 
you know, so <laughs> just throw that in the mix. That's a huge responsibility of her because I got her off of Pitbulls and Parolees, the TV show when it was on the Animal Planet. Wow. So, um, yeah, we got her actually the same weekend we found out that my mom had lung cancer. Um, wow. So she. My mom put me and my dad on a plane and sent us and had her best friend take her to her first chemo treatment. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, who does this? I was this- like, only us Moyer folks do crazy stuff like this. She's the one that pushed me to do the application for the dog. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, you watch this show too much. Just go on and apply. Just get on there. I was like, okay. <laughs> so she was the one that pushed me out of my comfort zone to even want to do the first bodybuilding show. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said that she, you know, she had encouraged you to go and get your doctorate, uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, she had a tremendous work ethic. Your dad did too. I mean, I feel like that, and I have really great parents and they have actually mm-hmm. been guests on the podcast and, uh, I'm probably going to get them again for individual, uh, podcast episodes, but I sometimes take my parents for granted. And oh. I know that I do. Like, I, I know that there's people that uh, may only have one parent or maybe they, you know, they never even knew or had a relationship with one of the parents. Uh, Maybe they're the parents are now not together Mm -hmm. and, you know, and it could just be in a strange relationship. And like, I just, it it still blows my mind to think that like, what if I didn't have one of my parents right now? And I know that's inevitable at some point, Mm -hmm. but I mean, just hearing you speak, I'm like, man, I'm so thankful for good parents you know, like you had that have a great work ethic and that instill that in us and that set a great example for us and, you know, put their needs and wants to the side in order to like propel us as their kids or, you know, anybody else that is in their life. Uh, Man, it makes me just want to be a better human. And I can kind of hear that (laughs) like in your heart too, that like you want to make them proud. You want to, um, you know, you don't want their, they're raising or, you know, whatever of, of putting that in you, you don't want it to go to waste. You don't want it to be in vain. Right. Like, yeah, we'll, it's like, we'll go somewhere now and me and my dad will. And they're like, I bet you're so proud of her. And I'm like, well, we don't have, to, you know, me being the humble person that I am. I'm like, we don't have to talk about this right now. Right. Like, I really don't like putting myself on the front street. I don't, I really don't want to talk about me. Let's not. And my dad's like, yeah. And so he'll try to change his, the subject. Cause he knows that I'm not that person. And he's mm-hmm. like, He'll try to change it, but then they come right back to it. And I'm like, oh, gosh, can I just crawl up under a tree right now or a rock or something? Yeah. I don't want to talk about me. (laughs) Well, what are some other, I mean, I'm just curious now, like, what are some other values that you think that they have instilled in you that have really shaped and molded your life right now? Um, Just be who you are. Don't sugarcoat um, anything. Like, Hmm. I, you know, I tell people that I work with, that meet me, what you see is what you get. And I mean, I even say that in, um, like when I had a job interview once, I was like, you know, kind of what you see is what you get. And like when I took on the position as a school nutrition director, I even told the workers, I've, I've never been in charge of this many folks before, but I want y'all to bear with me as I learn, learn each one mm-hmm. of you. And I want you to know that I care about each one of you. And I have an open door policy that No matter what I'm doing in the day, if you need to vent, if you need to cry, if you need to scream, like, give me a call, give me a text, and I'm going to make that time for you. Um, So, you know, it's just pretty much I I just say what's on my mind. And (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't 
I may finesse it a little bit depending on who the person is because sure. you know I'm an INTJ by trade don't know how yeah. because somebody was like how are you that I was like you don't understand like when I go home I'm I'm that person I gotta shut down for a little bit <laughs> like um but and for like, people who who don't know about that personality test can you kind of say concisely what that means the INTJ so I'm an introvert by trade and I think about things a lot. I, I process. I'm a processor. I have mm-hmm. a type A personality, <laughs> which can be bad and it can be good at times. Right. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of have to take your, your, I don't know, you kind of have to pick your battles. So I'm going to say it like that. You know? Right. Um, and sometimes in, and I'm going to relate it back to the bodybuilding world, you have to be that type A because that peak week time of things, which I'm currently in right now, um, you have to be meticulous about the weight of your food, like how much you're taking in, not necessarily cutting out anything. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still eating all the things that I love, peanut butter every day. <laughs> um, but, you know, you just have to be meticulous about it. Like to somebody they might see me weighing out six grams of peanut butter and go, that's not even worth it. But to somebody who is in this state of mind right now. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So the INTJ people will truly get me that, meaning that I am one of those people, I have to recharge my batteries. I have to either, I'm not a nap person. I don't take naps well because I feel like if the sun's mm-hmm. up, I need to be up and yeah. I need to be doing something because I'm always on the go. Mm-hmm. You people um, like your goal of traveling all these places. Like I am envious of you and I just think <laughs> I could have lived in a van in Hawaii though. I'm going to need, I'm going to need some <laughs> hotel accommodation. Hey, don't knock <laughs> it till you try it. It was, it was definitely, I want to do it again, just yeah. like I did it. I don't want a luxurious thing over there. I want, I want I'm going to need some video photography. Like I'm going to need you to video that like okay. day life. Cause All right. I just don't know. I don't know. It makes me nervous, but yeah, I want to travel as much as you do and see all the things and all the places. Um, so yeah. That's a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So you're, so you're an introvert, but you also, you know, love, obviously you love people. You love to, to be around people, but also you need that time to reset and recharge. Yes. And yeah, totally, totally can see that in you. And I know you just kind of like nonchalantly said that you're in peak week right now. So I just want to, uh, to give a shout out to you because (laughs) you won best overall in your show last Saturday. Is that correct? I sure did. Yep. That, that was is, my first time ever doing that. So that is incredible. Um, and you've got another show this weekend. Is that right? Yes. It'll be in uh, Maryland, Bethesda, Maryland. So truly wow. humbling experience to actually, I looked out in the crowd at my dad, all big eyed and was like, Oh my gosh, this just for real. happened." <laughs> so yeah, that is so cool. And the fact that your dad's there, like just being your biggest fan, like, that's so cool. And I didn't realize you were traveling so far too. So, I mean, that's one way that you're getting to travel. Yes. It's with this, this, you know, and I say like, it's, it's a hobby, but you also carded a career. I mean, this is not like something that you just do on the side. I mean, obviously building your body and disciplining yourself, that is a full-time job on top of the other jobs that and you have. I feel, like, I feel like it's part of my passion in life too. Um, that's kind mm-hmm. of what helped shape the career path that I chose on the professional side of public health education. Um, Because I just, I mean, the human body is just 
it's one of those things that you'll just never understand, but the whole science behind it just intrigued yeah. me and just continuing my education on that public health journey of knowing that it's not just all about how much you eat. It's not all about your physical activity. It's so much more. Actually making sure that your mental health is there is a part of this. Don't forget you got yeah. dental health. Yeah, all kinds of Absolutely. things that intertwine <laughs> together to make this one thing function. Mm. So it's so weird for you to, to to say that your favorite food is cake. Oh yes. But yes. then, and I'm gonna have a, a a picture on the church talks graphic, uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll pick a couple and I'll put one as what is now your your chiseled body because I mean <laughs> you have it on social media, so it's not like I'm like putting right. you on blast. Yes. But if somebody looks at that and then says, wait a minute, she lost a hundred pounds. Her favorite food is, is cake and she's a foodie. Like, how does that happen? And I know for sure that your, your day-to-day discipline is probably ridiculous. So what, what is a day in the life of Dr. D's discipline? <laughs> what does that look like for you? Um, when we're not on this peak week journey, it will look like, um, waking up at four, um, and then having a pre-workout meal. My favorite is oatmeal. I mean, I love oatmeal with my little protein powder mixed in there, Mm -hmm. giving me that little protein boost. Um, I have a huge sweet tooth, so I mean, it's going to be it's going to be sweet and delectable, of course. So it's going to have some <laughs> chocolate chips in there. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go work out for about an hour. Um, and then I'm going to come back home, have a little protein shake, coffee, uh, wash the news for a little bit, get ready for work. Then I'm going to come on to work. And then maybe about mm, 10 o'clock, I'll have a little mid-morning snack. Sometimes that's a muffin. Um, I like to cook, so most of the time, cook muffins and all kinds of goodies or else I'll pick up some bagels because I love bagels. Um, but, you know, I'm always making sure I'm pairing that carb with a protein. Sure. And then um, lunchtime just depends on what I have cooked that weekend. It could extend from like a turkey chili or sometimes it'll just be regular beef chili. Um, it just depends on the day. Like I think this week, last weekend I, I did sweet potatoes and um some greens and and i think i did mm-hmm. i roasted a whole chicken so yeah so i had all <laughs> that left over and then i'll have a little afternoon snack um about three and most of the time that's a little yogurt parfait of some sort and then of course i'll have dinner and then sometimes that can be it depends on what kind of mood i'm in if i'm in the mood to like eat food food i may go home and make like a little homemade pizza or something you gotta have some some kind of dessert so if i know um that i'm gonna have dessert then i strategically plan out the rest of my day i may not have as many snacks in the day um (laughs) because i know i want to have that little extra something at the end of the day okay so yeah um but i mean you know that being able to be flexible like that and incorporate things because, you know, you have some people that go from extreme of not eating to eating. And mm-hmm. with me doing some little personal training on the side, I put, right. you've got me eating more. Why am I, why am I losing weight? I'm like, well, number one, your body was, it was hungry. I was like, you weren't feeding yourself. I said, I, I said, I don't know how you function. Cause like when people say, Oh, you know, I was working around and, I forgot to eat. I was like, I don't have that problem. 
<laughs> like that problem does not exist in me. I was like, my little stomach is like, hey, I'm knocking at the door. I'm gonna need you to do something about this. <laughs> so I tell them all the time. I was like, it takes time and people like a quick fix. And I was like, I did not come from over 300 pounds to this state in my body of over 200 pound weight loss. I did not come here by doing the quick and easy. I did not have surgery and having friends and mentors and coaches along the way that encouraged me and taught me things. And I said, I decided, you know, on the side, that's why I wanted to do personal training because I wanted to learn more. And I think I will be a forever learner um, because I, my dad thinks I'll go back to school for something else, but I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> The PhD burnt me out for a little bit, so I'm good. And you didn't get into your evening. Does your evening, do you just crash? Or or do you have, like, daily practices for your evenings, too, to get you prepared for the next day? So, um, let's see. It just depends on the evening. Now, I I have a, you know, trainers need trainers. So, Mm -hmm. I do have a personal trainer that I go and work with once a week. So, um, if it's that day, I'll go work out with them. My dad loves his pedicures. So, I mean, it may be pedicure <laughs> evening. I don't know when I get off. Um, or, you know, I'll get home a little bit later. And on board meeting nights, that will be just to go home, eat your dinner, play with the pup, and then crash. Um, but if it's not a late night, then, you know, I'll, if I need to go to the grocery store, run around the grocery store because I need something for the week or, you know, I call, I'll call in and check on my dad and be like, hey, do you need me to come by? Do you need anything? And he'll say no. Um, and so then I'll just go home and have a little casual walk around the neighborhood then come on back in, have dinner and see what I can find on, on TV and then do some, um, mobility work just to make sure I'm stretching out good. Cause we forget about that part. Sometimes I'm not the world's best at that. Um, so that's Stop why, talking about my life. Yeah. So that's why I invest in, you know, the monthly massage and the monthly chiropractic to make sure I'm keeping the body up to par because the, I mean, people forget about those portions mm-hmm. of things that they need to do also for their health too, because I mean, it keeps the blood flowing and, you know, so you're not too tight and have horrible hamstrings like myself. Right. <laughs> yes. I, I forget the stretching a lot and I wonder why I'm not more flexible and yes. Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. I should probably do that. Mm-hmm. So and like, you know, you're, you're disciplining your, your food and your, your movement, your exercise. And I know that like what we put into our body food wise is going to affect our mental health and how we move our body is going to affect our mental health. And I have gotten a lot more um, open about talking about mental health, especially on the podcast. And if I'm out ever doing like speaking engagements, whether it's with youth or women or, you know, whatever it is. And Mm -hmm. like, what what is the it's kind of like what comes first the chicken or the egg like what is the cause and what is the result is it that your mental health drives you to do these things that are going to be healthy for your body or is it the the discipline that comes first that actually affects your mental health positively to like keep you motivated that's funny you ask I figured that one was going to come up that is so (laughs) because I tell people all the time they're like so when you were heavier like, how was your mental health? And I was like, it was great. They were like, I don't understand. They're like, explain. And I was like, so I've always thought I was cute. I mean, you know, not to be conceited or anything, but you know, <laughs> you don't think you're cute. Nobody else is going to think you're cute. So I was like, I was a big girl and thought I was cute. And, you know, my parents kept 
kept it real with me. I mean, they didn't sugar, like I said, they didn't sugarcoat things. They were mm-hmm. like, this is how it is. And so my mom was total picture of health. Like she was the girl that she played sports in high school. Um, and when there was a 5K, she was signing up for it. When there was a gym opening up, she was signing up. She was like, come on, go with me to the Y. Okay. And then she's like, don't you want to come in here and work out? Nope. I mean, I'd even go with my dad and he'd work out in the afternoons and I'd sit in the little canteen area where the snacks were, just sit there. And he's like, don't you want to come do something? Nope. I mean, I was very content and happy when I was big. And one day my mom and I went shopping and some people go, oh my gosh, I cannot believe your mama said that. And I was like, but you don't understand the kind of relationship that we, all of us have, me, my dad, my brother, my mom, we just like, if we were not happy with you, we would tell you, we'd be like, okay, you're not my favorite person right now. And then we just get over it. Um, and so one day we went shopping and she was like, D, I don't think you need to buy that outfit. And she said, it's so very nice and so very calm. And I was like, no, 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 no. I need this outfit because all my friends like are wearing this. And this was, you know, when leggings were a thing back in the day um, mm-hmm. with the baby doll tops, but you know, all that's back now. <laughs> right. I can wear it now comfortably, but then at that point when I was a big kid, it wasn't comfortable, but I wanted it because everybody else had it. And you know, when everybody else has got it and your best friend's got it, you have to have it. Right. So my mom's like, all right, I'm going to buy you this outfit. And I'm promising you, if I spend my money on this, you're going to wear it. And I said, that's fine. I'm going to wear it Monday. So we bought it and we brought it home. I put it on and it was time to go to school. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I cannot wear this to school. I need to go back in the house and change clothes. And she was like, Dee, I'm going to be honest with you. She said, I wanted to tell you in that in that dressing room that that made you look fat. She was like, but I couldn't say that in front of everybody else because they didn't know what kind of relationship we had. But I'm going to tell you this. You're going to feel that fatness because you're going to be uncomfortable all day. She was like, but I just want you to remember I purchased this. And so you're going to have to wear it. And I want you to have a good day and hold your head up. And so I was like, oh, my God. So I go to school. I wear it. Totally uncomfortable because, you know, I'm a big kid and it's just cutting all kinds of circulation off. And I was like, Lord Jesus, how am I going to make it? So I made it through the day. But now, you know, all that fashion's back in and I'm cool with it now because it fits fine. Um, But, you know, I always had that. And, you know, now that I have lost weight, I still have that confidence. still have that shyness about me, too. So when I hit that stage in that bikini, because I'm going to tell you, when I go out, I wear a tankini or a one piece. And people are like, how in the world do you go on stage with that little bitty thing on? And then when you go on your vacations, you're covering up. I was like, because that's my alter ego. I don't know who she is, but she got <laughs> on that stage. And I said, it's like I black out for a second because I don't know who she is. The last show I did on September 17th, we had to do a pose down. Do you know, I don't know what I did. They were like, oh my gosh, Dee, you were amazing. You could see all these striations. I was like, okay, I'm glad you could because I don't know what I just did. I hope somebody recorded that. (laughs) So yeah, so I would have to say for me, the mental health thing, I can't say that the weight loss helped make it any stronger. I've always thought that, you know, I was going to be somebody. I just didn't know who that person was. Um, Sometimes I still don't know who that person is, Um, Mm -hmm. but 
I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like mine has always, always been a strong suit for me. Um, whether, whether I was big, whether I was small, whether I had regimens or not, um, just kind of being there. And I think another thing that kind of showed me the resilience skills that I needed in life was with my mom. I look back at it and talk to people from her childhood. They were like, your mom had a rough life and your dad saved her. And I'm like, what in the world? I was like, and so when I hear those, heard those stories and I continue to hear them as I get older, they're like, uh, yeah, your mom was like old before her time. And I was like, what do you like? Oh, she was like chopping wood as a young child because um, she was not raised by her mother. Um, so, wow, you know, and when we buried her and had to look at her birth certificate and stuff, there was no father listed. Um, so she never knew who her father was. And so, I mean, you know, for her to like have been through all that and probably some other things that I'm unaware of, um, I think she wanted to provide us with the resilience in the childhood and the adulthood that she did not have. No matter how hard life gets, it's going to be hard. You just make the best of what you have. Um, and I think that's just kind of the motto I've been living by. I, I just think about like, sometimes I'm like, okay, so which one of my listeners or, you know, which group of listeners are going to benefit more from this particular guest and their story? And a lot of times I can put myself in the shoes of any of those groups. And I think that might be why I choose a lot of the guests that I do, because I, I resonate with them. And there's something about, you know, you know, you, you and your story that makes me want to be better, that makes me mm -hmm. want to be more grateful uh, and feel less, you know, less entitled or less privileged and, you know, less like, you know, well, I can do this on my own because I'm independent. Like I want to recognize the people around me that have influenced me and motivated me and inspired me. Mm -hmm. um, and at times challenged me. And, you know, just like, I mean, a lot of people would not think that, that your mom's advice in the dressing room was the, the best advice, but it, it taught you something like there was a long-term lesson that actually was like, okay, she just wanted me to feel like what this felt like that would actually, mm -hmm. it would be like natural consequences. Like then she wouldn't have to tell me something later. Like I, I would, I would know. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I am in that group. And so I don't even know like what question, I don't, I don't know how to ask this question, but I'm going to try. So um, for those of us, me and everybody else <laughs> that are wanting to make some transformations in our life, but we just can't seem to be consistent with it. And it seems like that we'll have some good strides like weeks or months and then we just kind of fall off and maybe we want encouragement, but it's not there. And we aren't really sure how to encourage ourselves. Like, what is your, what, we, what, what are you saying to me and to those people right now? Why do you want to make that change? Like, why is it important to you? Mm. That, yeah. Why is it, why is it important to you? Why, why do you want to make this change? Like, um, because Okay, say, say your change is to look like this girl on Instagram. Once you start looking like that, then what? Like, just basically then what? And most of the time I just sit there and I listen to folks. And I'm like, tell me what, what's going to be the next thing? 
Like what's going to be the next thing? Because mm -hmm. is that going to be good enough or are you always going to be trying to get better? So that's kind of how I look at that. Okay. And I mean, for me, when I think about things is I like to be challenged. As my dad will say, she's going to do it. She's going to do it or bust. <laughs> Basically, because like, I mean, for example, I was on homecoming court for high school. Did I ever think I would be on there? No, because I voted for myself. But hey, I thought that highly of myself, so I voted for me. And I got on there. And my mom was like, I'm supporting her. We're going to buy a dress. So off we go to buy a dress. And that night, they both took off from work. I mean, because they were always there for whatever me and my brother did. They always took off. Um, it was family first, always. And so they took off, and they came to that basketball game. And they saw me walk out there. And um, then when they called my name, of course, it was kind of like that surreal moment, like last last a couple weekends ago with that show. Like I looked at my parents, and I was like, they just called my name as a runner-up. How cool is this? <laughs> and so I went out there and stood and smiled. But he was like, I knew you were going to do it or bust. He was like, I couldn't tell you nothing. So he's like, pretty much anything I do that's a challenge, he's like, you're going to do it or bust. So I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it because you're going to do it. So, yeah. So, I mean, my my huge why is because I like to challenge myself. Mm -hmm. I like to see how much better I can be. Like this year, my coach said, I think you should try women's physique. Well, I've always done figure competitions. So I was like, women's physique? Oh, that's similar to bodybuilding. They're going to be calling out like all these front double biceps, side chest, tricep. I'm not going to remember all that. And so she was like, nope, I think you need to try it. I think it'd look good on you. And I was like, mm, let me think about that. So we played around with some poses one week and then I went home and I played around with them and I was like, nope, we're doing this. And so then I came back to her and I was like, okay, we're doing this. She was like, are you sure? I was like, yep, we're doing this. I said, you challenged me. We're doing this. She was like, okay. And so then I went to that show on the 17th and did it. And everybody's like, oh, you found you. That's you. And I was like, hey, if y'all see it, I'm cool with it. I was like, I feel good. So we're going to roll with it. So, That's yeah. so awesome. Well, I, I love that you you sound like my therapist. And <laughs> that, um, right, is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's a, it's a great thing. Um, you know, I, I pay her simply to ask me questions and mm -hmm. I love that your advice in this moment is simply a question because we're going to know more in and of ourselves, what our actual why is and what our answer is. And sometimes it just takes somebody like you just to ask us like, so what, what do you want out of this? Why do you want this? And then that answer is probably going to have another why, you know, like you said. And so for you just to want to challenge yourself and that you're not, you're not competing or comparing yourself to anybody else. Like, you know, whether you finish first or last in your competitions, whether you're liked, loved, hated, whatever, like, you know, obviously you said your mental health is like, you know, you're, you're secure, you're confident in who you are and, and who God mm -hmm. made you to be. And mm -hmm. like, and you just, you just exude that. And I just, I, I love that. So I appreciate that you're not even trying to give advice. You're, you're just living your life mm -hmm. and demonstrating by example, you know, what, what someone can do that makes up their mind to, you know, to change, whether it's to transform physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and man. So thank you for being my, my therapy today. I don't have my sure. session until tomorrow yeah. morning. I just got an early Look, one. Look, just let me know when you need it. I'll, I'll be more than happy to. <laughs> well, hey, and for anybody else, and I'm going to like tag you, I'm going to tag your Instagram. 
Um, what is your, your Instagram handle? We'll just go ahead and say that right now, and I'll put it in the show notes. It is DLM0301, or else you can just type my name in. Awesome. And I'm going to tag it on, on for Instagram use. So it was at DLM0301? Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Because uh, I think there's going to be some people that are, are going to want uh, either just that, that extra push or some encouragement or some motivation or maybe just like, just say, hey, will you please just ask me my why right now? Because <laughs> <laughs> do you still do any personal training? I do. Yes. Okay. So, and that's for hire, I assume, not just because you just, <laughs> not just because you want to do it, but I, that, I that's a little nuggets of free you. advice. But, you know, if we're going to be friends for a little bit longer than that, I might have to be for service yes. there. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm pushing that as well for anybody who wants that. You're a fantastic one. And, uh, and I've got a couple of rapid fire questions, but is there anything that, that we didn't touch on that you want to hit really quick? No, I enjoyed it. Thanks. Well, this has been incredible, incredible. So these are going to be some really like off the wall questions that really pertain nothing to the conversation. So what is the last movie that you watched? Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, but (laughs) if you want to count last night, last night was Miracle. I was feeling Christmas. You went straight from Halloween to Christmas in less than 60 seconds. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. Um, what's the last concert that you attended? New Kids on the Block. Oh, duh. What? Where was that? Oh, it was when it was in Raleigh. Recently? In July. Oh, man. It was in July. Yeah, I haven't been to anything recently, but, you know, I'm a groupie in KOTB forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So here's another one. Finish this sentence. If I was not afraid, I would... Oh, pet pet a snake? I don't know. Pet a snake? (laughs) I love it. Rapid fire is like, I'm like, I'm afraid of snakes. So I guess I would pet them, I suppose. All right. And so other than you liking buttercream ice and over whipped icing, what is an unpopular opinion that you have? Hmm. Pumpkin spice is, gives me life. That's all I can say. It gives you life? Yes. I was going to say, that's a pretty popular opinion, but only well, if you're no, like... I've been finding a lot of people don't like it recently. I I'm, so I'm, I'm one of those. That... I love my pumpkin spice stuff. And, beautiful. I'm, and I would say something else that would be like contrary to most folks is I decorate for Christmas on November 1st. I love it. I yeah. probably would do it in October, actually. If I could have it up all year, I'd be happy. Uh, fun fact, my Christmas tree stayed up from... 2020 all the way until I moved oh, wow. <laughs> this past spring. That's pretty awesome. I love it. Hey, when you're in a pandemic, you need something that's going to bring you joy. That and there's something so about true. a Christmas tree. Yes, that... those, those home workouts suck. Let me just tell you. <sighs> Man, well, we're going to land this plane. And I so appreciate okay. you making the time to uh, to be on this. And I cannot wait to publish it and hear the feedback from people. And, uh, and hopefully you'll hear back some feedback and, and get some people that are wanting your expertise. Yes, I love it. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You go beast your day and eat all your meals and all of your snacks. And, and you go get some and coffee if- and continue to wake up. <laughs> oh, you don't woke me up. I don't need coffee this morning. So okay. you, have been, you have been my coffee. <laughs> well, I'm glad well, I could. <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. Thank you again. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Church Talks. 
Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.